Welcome to WTF, What the Frequency, a podcast that drops the 5D downloads for the current cosmic conditions. Every two weeks, I share with you the frequencies emanating from the cosmos and how to powerfully align with them in your everyday life. Now, I am your host, Shannon Marie McMurray, your Galactic Girl Scout guide to the cosmos. Welcome to a new cycle that ends 2019 Zodiac year. This is the time of soul as the sun and moon have transversed the cosmos since the spring equinox of March 2019. That feels like a long time ago, doesn't it? (laughs) So dear listeners, this is a great time now that Mercury is in retrograde to review your 2019 to March 2020 experience. What is it that you can heal, dissolve, or find new meaning that will fuel your fire for the upcoming Zodiac year of 2020? When does that start? Well, the Zodiac year starts with the new moon in Aries. And when is that? March 24th, 2020. So mark that on your calendars. Now, the new moon in Pisces, this is the new moon or last lunar cycle of the preceding zodiac year, which started last April 2019 when we had a new moon in Aries. And so the new moon in Pisces happens February 23rd, 2020 at 7.31 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at 4 degrees Pisces. And the new moon in Pisces is known as the dreamer's moon. So that's an archetype that you get to play with the dreamer's moon. So what does that begin to express inside of you? The dreamer, who's your inner dreamer and what does your inner dreamer dream of? So we have the year 2020, right? And if you add it in numerology, two plus zero plus two plus zero equals four. And this new moon in Pisces starts at four degrees. So here we've got that four energy showing up twice. Four degrees Pisces, 2020 is a four year. And in different ways of looking at uh, the esoteric nature of our planet Earth, four is the foundational number because of the four directions, four elements, fire, air, earth, water. And so 2020 becomes this foundational year. And then we have the help of the year of the rat, which is working very diligently on all the details to lay a proper foundation for the upcoming age of Aquarius. So this is a year where you're going to get your four corners, right? You're going to get your four directions, your four elements, everything created in this nice base foundation layer in which to build your legacy. Now, the new moon in Pisces, being that it's four degrees, this means that it is called the first decan of Pisces. Now, in each zodiac sign, there are three decans, and each decan is split into 10 degree compartments. And so when we start at zero degrees and go to 29, or in some modalities, they start at one and go to 30 degrees. It creates three nice slices of 10 degrees. And so anything occurring zero to nine degrees in any sign is called the first decan. And then if it's 10 degrees to 19 degrees, it's the second decan. And then if it's 20 degrees to 29 degrees, it's the third decan. Now, first decan, Pisces, what does that mean? 
The first decan means that it is full on that sign, meaning that it is double, double. And so I like to say at four degrees, first decan Pisces, that's a Pisces, Pisces vibration. So full on Pisces. Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac wheel in Western astrology. And it brings everything into this dreamy disillusion. Pisces rules the 12th house. So here we have, it's the last sign of the zodiac wheel. It rules the 12th house, which is considered the last house of the zodiac wheel. And so we have this theme of endings being the last. And Pisces is a water sign. It's mutable, represented by the two fishes. And so here we have that yin and yang, the ocean, wide and vast. It represents the cosmos and the universal mind. And the 12th house is where it all comes into this state of oneness to where it becomes back into the unified field. And so when we tune into Pisces energy, or if you are a Pisces or you know Pisces people in your life, they're very dreamy. That's because this energy has no boundaries. It's vast. It merges. It goes into one state, goes into another. And so our Pisces soul brothers and sisters are very artistic. They're very psychic. They're very in tune with a different dimension. And this is where we reach through the veil into other realms like the mystical realms, fairies, mermaids, um, forest creatures, the invisibles, maybe star beings from other, other parts of the galaxy. That's all Pisces energy. And this is also the realm of the unconscious where soul memories are stored, held. And this is what I like to call the everyone's personal eye cloud. And it's this field of energy around the body where it's like fingertip to fingertip above your head to the side and down below that houses all this stored information like your own personal eye cloud of past lives and other bodies on this planet, soul memories, ancestral memories, everything's stored in this morphogenetic newosphere iCloud. And if you know how to access your iCloud, and some might call it Akashic Field, there's lots of people trained, but you can access your own. And this is what Pisces wants to open the door for you to begin to have fun in this realm. What's in your iCloud? What's in your unconscious memory vaults? <laughs> what is this? And it's sometimes you can get triggers with Things of like deja vu, I've never been here, but I know what this area is like. Or why do I like this certain food, the certain color, the certain type of crystal? Possibly because you've created a connection to it in other parts of your soul's experience on this planet. Or you may have lived in different countries, spoke different languages, been different genders, different nationalities. All kinds of things exist in that Pisces energy in the 12th house of your astrology natal chart. And Pisces ruling this 12th house, it is a place where we begin to connect with each other, right? Where there's no real strangers because at one time and another, we've been everywhere and been everyone. So this is that collective space that really brings us all together into a more unified field of oneness. Now, Pisces has two rulers. It has an ancient ruler 
and a modern day roller. And it's like, how do we tell the difference? Well, it's based on discoveries of planets in our solar system. Now, before modern science or, you know, when we have modern technology to be able to see further into space, Pisces was ruled by the planet Jupiter. And so we look to Jupiter's energy when we want to get to know a sign or, you know, we look to the ancient ruler when we want to go look at if there's two rulers to a sign. And so to get to know Pisces energy more clearly, look to Jupiter and its qualities. That's who the ancients, our ancestors, or if we were incarnated in those early times, we would have been connecting to the consciousness of Jupiter to understand all things Pisces. And so I've been being guided to get more in tune with the ancient rulers if I want to bring back ancient information that can help us moving forward as a collective species. And so I invite you to get to know Jupiter as the ancient ruler of Pisces and begin to listen, remember, and tune in to the story that Jupiter brings to you from his ancient origins. Now, the modern day ruler of Pisces is Neptune. And Neptune was discovered, I think it was the 1800s. I'll have to put that in my show notes. <laughs> but Neptune is the modern day ruler. And when we combine our understanding of Jupiter as the ancient ruler and Neptune as the modern day ruler, then we get this expanded view of what we can experience and where our power lies in Pisces. And so Neptune is the god of the oceans, right? So we look to the ocean energy. Neptune can be dreams as well as illusions. Jupiter likes to expand things. So Jupiter's expansive nature meets with Neptune's ability to tap into the realm of all possibilities, then creates this universal mind that where Pisces really wants to take your soul. That's your natural essence and your origins of your soul consciousness. And so Pisces rules the 12th house. It's the last sign of the zodiac wheel. And in this place of endings also is a seed of beginnings. And so we look to Pisces as the seed of the upcoming year or new zodiac year in Aries. So Pisces vibration is the water that then germinates the Aries seed and fuels the Aries life force with soul consciousness. It's almost like if you believe in reincarnation, when the soul leaves the body, takes all its memories of that lifetime with it, and then when it takes on a new body, it seeds that into this new body's experience and new incarnation. It's very interesting to see how there's no ending or beginning, but this continual flow, you know, birth after birth after birth. So I want you to take a lot of time now that we have Mercury in retrograde in the sign of Pisces, which this new moon in Pisces is going to be experiencing and crossing through the Mercury retrograde field. So take a lot of time now through March 23rd to daydream, journal, reflect, and connect to your inner muse or your inner dreamer. I want you to pay attention to your dreams and definitely consider keeping a dream journal by your bed so that you can begin to learn the language of your subconscious. 
One of my favorite things about keeping a dream journal is that the moon also is the uh, translator of dreams. The moon speaks the language of dreams. So keeping a dream journal and being really good at recording, even if it's just a couple of lines, and some of you may be thinking, well, you know, I don't really remember my dreams. But if you make an intention before you go to sleep, I will remember my dreams. I will write them down. When you wake up, you might get like a little snippet or a little like, huh, I was walking down the street. If that's all you remember, write it down because what you're doing is you're taking it out of one dimension, this place of dreams, bringing it into your physical reality through the act of writing it down with your hand, and then you're creating it and manifesting it in the physical world. And the more you do it, the more information you will receive because you've opened up that channel. So keeping a dream journal aligns you with the moon, helps you learn the language of your dreams. And what the moon will help you do is reconnect you to your core root self. Isn't that cool? That's why I'm such a big proponent of teaching everyone I meet about the power of the lunar cycles and what happens to you when you follow it. And it's really fun. It's really interesting because it happens so fast, happens every month, and it's a more natural cycle of time rather than a straight linear line full of logic and things and that you can order around. The moon is, is circular and cyclical, and it actually slows down and bends time rather than if you followed the, the linear time framework. I like to follow the circular cyclical. It definitely keeps us younger. <laughs> okay, so when I refer to core root self, when you're learning about yourself through the language of astrology and utilizing your soul blueprint, which is your natal chart, there's three layers to the self. There's the outer layer, and that's found in your rising sign. Then there's the middle layer, and that's your sun sign energy. And then there's the core root self, which is represented by your moon sign. So take a look, get your natal chart out, and look at those three layers of self. And what can you learn during this Pisces lunar cycle, Mercury retrograde season? So here we are, new moon in Pisces. What are new moons? New moons are the time of the month when new beginnings take place. So just like nature, I always look to nature because it has basically all the answers we're really seeking. <laughs> so we just need to align with nature. But just like a seed that sprouts, new moons are the most quiet time of the lunar cycle. This is when life can conceive of itself and it does it again and again and again. So how you align with the frequency of new moons is you be quiet, get still, and go deep within yourself during the week of a new moon. So that for this time is February 23rd week. This is how you energetically align with the power of initiating something new. It's not the time, believe me, to run around crazy because what you'll be doing is utilizing stored energy that is really the body's wanting to rest and go slow. So if you're running around crazy and overdoing it, multitasking and getting trying to get a lot done, what you're actually doing is tapping into your reserves. And these reserves of life force energy need to be stored and saved for when you get 
older because when you get older, you're less able to move around than when you were, when you were younger. So save that energy by following the lunar cycle because it's a great energy management tool. So instead of running around crazy, I want you to take the time to move slowly as if you had a newborn baby in your arms. So if you are a parent and you know what it's like to have a newborn in your arms, you can really connect to this energy physically because you know that you would be quiet, you'd be soft, you'd be slow, you'd be gentle. That's the energy I want you to align with during a new moon. It's quiet, soft, and sacred. The timing of this Pisces lunar cycle of 2020 is February 23rd to March 23rd, the official end to 2019 Zodiac year. And just so you know, there's many things happening. Many things are happening in our cosmic neighborhood. Another tool that I like to use is I like to connect to the archetypes of each lunar cycle. And I look at the four foundational phases of the lunar cycle, meaning the four weeks of this of each lunar cycle, the week of the new moon, the week of the first quarter moon, when the sun and moon make a 90 degree angle square to each other, the week of the full moon, where the sun and moon are in opposition, and then the last quarter or third quarter moon, when we have a waning square of the sun and moon. So basically the lunar cycle is the relationship between the sun and moon or the relationship between the personality and the core root self. It's really cool when you have these different ways of looking at it. I, I mean, I'm such, I geek out on this stuff every month. And I'm just so excited because I have a ton of Gemini in my chart and this has kept me interested for lifetimes. <laughs> so with the new moon in Pisces 2020 lunar cycle, you have these archetypes to play with. You have the dreamer, new moon, when the sun and moon are conjunct in Pisces at four degrees, becomes the dreamer. The following week, when we have a waxing square of the Pisces sun to the Gemini moon, is called the liar. So we're looking at the liar energy. And then the following week, when the sun and moon are opposite each other, we have the spinner. The spinner is the archetype for the full moon in Virgo. And then followed by the last week of the lunar cycle, where we have sun in Pisces and the moon moves to Sagittarius, the waning square and the archetype that appears is the hunter. And then we wrap up the lunar cycle when the moon returns to the sign of Pisces once again, and that's called the balsamic phase of the lunar cycle. It's the ending or the energy that seeds the next new moon. And that's when the archetype becomes the mystic. So you have this journey over the next four weeks of the dreamer to the liar to the spinner to the hunter, and finally to the mystic. That's the heroine and hero's journey, this lunar cycle. So already, you know, what do you sense from these archetypes as you allow your imagination to connect to these frequencies? I really like the work of Caroline Meese and Joseph Campbell when I work with archetypes. And, that, and they would be great people to tune into their work if you want to explore what comes up for you when you say hello to these archetypes. Now, another tool I like to use are the lunar mansions. This, is a, this comes from Persian astrology. It's very old, ancient type of astrology. And in this understanding, there are 28 lunar mansions for which the planets and the moon pass through. 
as it goes through a lunar cycle. And based on the degrees of the four foundational phases of the lunar cycle, I can find which mansions are highlighted. So let's take a look at the four lunar mansions that you get to play with, with the archetypal understanding, as well as where it goes and flows through your chart. So the new moon is in the upper spout that pours into the crown chakra of the guru. Interesting. We have the upper spout, like the upper world of consciousness of Aquarius pouring into the crown chakra of the inner guru. And then this moves into the lunar mansion known as the little star of great light. And this moves into the scepter on the full moon, followed by the dual. The dual is the hunter's moon. So you can get some really interesting visions, experiences, or you could take shamanic journeys through the lunar mansions. And you don't necessarily have to know what they mean. They're just doorways for you to open up to see what your soul has to say about it. And this is where we begin to trust what is in our iCloud, basically, what's in our soul memories. They are keys that open us up because they align us with higher frequencies that your soul understands. So you can get out of the limitations of the everyday mundane muggle world and open up to the expansive possibilities when you view everyday reality from soul. So already, what are you feeling when you allow your imagination to observe these realms? Do tell, definitely comment, send me an email. In Pisces, you get to experience the spectrum of universal vibrations, meaning this is everything, the full bandwidth. Pisces energy is very imaginative because it rules and activates your third eye. So go into your third eye chakra and allow yourself time to play in the center of your head and open the doorways of your imagination. What's happening is you're activating your third eye to envision and manifest into physical reality what it sees from the realm of all possibilities. So concentrate on making your world a brighter place this lunar cycle. And when you do, you're transmuting all negative emotions into spiritual consciousness. One of my favorite prayers and songs, Sanat Kumar did a great version of this, but who's familiar with the song, Make Me an Instrument of Your Peace, the song of St. Francis? Oh, I could listen to this song over and over. It makes my soul just cry happy tears. And so when you're concentrating to make your world a brighter place, transmuting negative emotions into spirit consciousness, what you're doing is fear becomes faith. Anger turns to love. Sadness becomes joy. And you are then an instrument of the peace of the universal, mind and heart. So, dear listeners, seek to remove the veils of illusions in your world. Let your everyday life become the wonder of nature and let this wonder of nature shine forth through you. When you allow your emotional energy to flow forth and be what it wants to be because you're in a state of allowance and acceptance, what happens is you let go of any and all attachments to these emotions, right? Because some we're trained to make them right or wrong, but what if they just were? 
more from a place of neutrality, which allows the vibration of compassion, love, and forgiveness to emanate through you like a rainbow. It's beautiful. And as you let go, go come into neutrality, you're washing away confusion and delusion, which are the shadows of the Pisces vibration. Try this. Realize what is truly important and has value for you. Let the cleansing process happen through you. Allow for more meaning to emerge from your life just as your life is now without trying to make it something different. What if you could just allow and accept and acknowledge everything that you are and know that it's beautiful? Joyously go on your own way until it all becomes clear. Confusion and delusion dissolves into clear thinking, clear feeling. And this is also a good time to develop and open up and reconnect to what I like to call the clairs, <laughs> clairsentience, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairknowing, right? The clairs, get to know your clairs and which one do you already have developed in your soul memory banks? Maybe you've worked on one of these clairs many times, had a lot of training and initiation, and you just aren't in a place of remembering that lifetime. But it could be like, wow, this is so second nature. I thought it happened to everybody. And it's like, no, it's probably you as a soul that's done a lot of work and training to develop this sixth sense. So allow your clairs to come through and utilize them. That will really come through when you keep a dream journal too. So this is how you high frequency end the zodiac year of 2019 and allow yourself to begin the 5D experience of 2020. So find out where that four degree Pisces new moon is happening in your chart. And if you don't have your chart, definitely come over to lunarladies.com, click on offerings to get your natal chart. I don't leave home without it. I take that thing with me everywhere. And I've looked at it so much, I remember it by heart. And I know you will too. And I also, in the Lunar Ladies Club, teach you how to read your own chart, help you practice, develop your skills. So you can not only read your own natal chart, but you can help other people learn how to read theirs. Isn't it exciting? So let's end 2019 with a, with a big bang of love, forgiveness, neutrality, letting go so that we can open the door to seed the future of our 5D 2020 experience and beyond. This episode is sponsored by the Lunar Ladies Club. The Lunar Ladies Club is our online community of wild, wise women. Every week we collaborate, connect, and create with the power of the moon and the natural rhythms of the divine feminine. The Lunar Ladies invite you to join them in the club to get your soul turned on as the 2020 Zodiac year officially begins. Join us by March 9th to get all the cosmic tools you need to be a super soul star. Find out more at LunarLadies.com. This listener question comes from an inquiry email. Dear Shannon, I am a Pisces and my birthday is coming soon. What can I expect from 2020? What is going to happen for me this year? I feel it's big. Love, DB. Thank you, DB, for your great 
question. Your timing is perfect. As 2019 officially ends with the Pisces lunar cycle and you are having your new birthday year, this is a great time to get a solar return oracle reading with me. Every year when the sun returns to the natal position it was when you were born, you essentially get a new birth chart for that year only. It's only good for one year. So all the Pisces soul sisters and soul brothers are really fortunate in 2020 to get this opportunity to set into motion really big dreams. So DB, what's happening is Jupiter, your ancient ruler of the sign of Pisces, Jupiter is making a big splash in 2020. So what's happening with Jupiter, Jupiter is currently in Capricorn through December 18th, 2020, and Jupiter makes a collision or conjunction with Pluto and Saturn in 2020. So basically, Jupiter becomes the expansion activator for first the Pluto-Saturn conjunction of January 12th, because in 2020, uh, Jupiter collides with Pluto three times, April, September, and November. So at the end of 2020 in December, Jupiter also collides with Saturn in Aquarius, and Saturn's the ancient ruler of Aquarius. So here we have two ancient rulers coming together to intensify situations to basically change the old and let the new begin. So Saturn in Aquarius and Jupiter moving into the sign of Aquarius in December set into motion Aquarius age frequencies. So as a Pisces, your ancient ruler is being super highlighted this year in 2020 and is triggering big changes over the next 10 years in the, in the collective. This is a great time to literally return to your soul roots and expand your Pisces traits like kindness, compassion, empathy, and daydreaming. Now, if you haven't pursued a path of some type of healing modality like Reiki, sound healing, massage, animal massage, things like that, things that where you could be of service as a healer, I would definitely consider that as part of what you're going to experience in 2020, because all Pisces souls are being called to dream the new earth right into existence. And how the Pisces soul brothers and soul sisters are going to do that is they have to allow their emotional energy to flow and be whatever it is that emotional energy wants to be. So you got to forego being shy, timid, and especially release any shadow energy around playing the victim. So no martyring oneself anymore. In order for me to really be able to see exactly what's happening for you in 2020, I would have to cast a chart for you. I would need to look at your solar return chart so that I could go deeper into an intuitive oracle reading. What you can do is you can go to lunarladies.com, click on offerings and purchase your solar return oracle reading. That way I get to see what's happening and I can really tune into your ancient ruler Jupiter to see how it's activating and what it's activating in you this year so that you can play a bigger role as a planetary emissary of unconditional love and kindness. And you know what? I bet it's wonderful. So thank you, DB, for your excellent question. 
Now, if you are having a birthday coming up, give yourself a great gift of a solar return oracle reading. It's a cosmic reading from the mirror of your soul. And what I do is provide amazing insights and recommendations to make your upcoming year stellar. You also get a powerful solar return birthday ritual that you can share your 10 biggest dream birthday wishes with the universe. Now, fair warning, I have to let you know, after your first solar return oracle reading, it becomes an annual event, a must-have for years to come. So if you're like me, get your solar return reading every year for your birthday. Thank you, DB, once again for your excellent question and happy return of the sun coming up. If you would like to send a listener question to be read on future podcasts, send me an email to hello at lunarladies.com with listener question in the subject line. Remember, there are no wrong questions, so send to me what's on your mind and what the frequency you would like to know is going on. Thank you for joining us this week on WTF, What the Frequency. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Lunar Ladies Club. Visit us at LunarLadies.com to find out more about the new moon in Pisces, plus current cosmic conditions. Make sure you subscribe to our email list so you will never miss a show. Thanks for listening and see you in two weeks for the Full Moon in Virgo podcast.